Stating the obvious, this series is about two people, the King and you. When you were born again, when you came into salvation and you were baptised, you came under a new government, under a new king, whose kingdom is eternal and unshakable. This kingdom is now and not yet. It's not visible. Most of its citizens have already gone ahead of you. Currently, the kingdom is within you. The king desires an intimate and very personal relationship with you. He calls you bride. And this is how he sees you. You are his treasure, a holy nation, his people, the people of his power, the people of his passion, the people of his heart, the people of his affection. You are more glorious than you know, stronger than you look, more brilliant than you can imagine. This is your identity. This is who you are. Do not permit anybody to talk you out of it or talk you down from that high place, that high calling. You are in Christ. You are astonishing. And at the very least, you are his marvellous, wonderful darling. That's a quote from Graham Cook. You belong to him. You now have security, significance and self-worth. Everything the world seeks after has been freely given to you. You no longer belong to the world. You are no longer captive to its culture. You have a new DNA. You're passing through now on your way to the eternal kingdom. Your time here is training for that eternal kingdom. Just as an infant's birth is but the beginning of its life, so your rebirth from above was just the beginning of your journey into Christ and his kingdom. The rebirth was but the start. Salvation was but the first step. You were born again into something. You were baptised into something. God is purposeful and intentional towards you. He plans for eternity. Now you have identity, destiny and purpose and an inheritance hanging over your head. You have a reason for living. You have a completely new DNA. You've changed kingdoms. You've been transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his glorious light. And this kingdom has but one law, the royal law of love. Your choices, or lack of them, will now govern your progress, or lack of it. Your attitudes will determine your altitude. Your destination is heaven. Reigning and ruling with your king is your destiny, and the kingdom is within you. The moment you were born again from above, not of the will of man, nor of the will of the flesh, but of God, his kingdom invaded your inmost being. Now it's a matter of regaining your own inner territory, bringing his kingdom to bear on every facet of your life and frequently acting against yourself. It's about knowing him, not just on Sunday. This king, you will quickly discover, doesn't do time share. He comes to take over. He comes to reign and rule over your heart and your life. You've entered into a love affair, the love affair of the universe. My beloved is mine and I'm his, she declares at the beginning of the Song of Songs, but it isn't until the end of the book that she sees that she's actually his and his desire is towards her. She's completely changed from possessing him, as she saw, thought she did at the beginning of the journey, to realising and revelling in his possession of her. And that's the journey we are about to embark upon. From faltering love 
to mature love. On our way, we will find out how he likes to do things, how we have to learn to process what he is doing as we go from crisis to process, how he isn't linear in his thinking but circular. Everything starts with him and ends with him and we're somewhere in the middle. How we are what we behold we will become. How he speaks not to the wimp in us but to the warrior. Such an exciting journey to undertake. Take my arm then. Let's go. Follow the Yellowbrook Road.